Good morning, y'all. Y'all so quiet. It's all right. You can talk. You can fellowship. It's the fellowship time. <laughs> y'all so quiet.
within me bless his holy name can we bless the lord on this day god is so great and what greatly to be praised can we give him a great praise right now if you know god is great can we give him a great praise from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same he is worthy to be praised hallelujah glory to the lamb of god amen 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 what a wonderful day that the Lord has given us to celebrate his name and to glorify him. God is an awesome God. Won't you join me in a moment of prayer? Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are for this day. A brand new day that you have given unto us morning by morning. This is a new mercy that you've granted unto us. And Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your graciousness extended unto us. Not because we've been so good. In fact, we've not been good at all. <laughs> but God, you're just an awesome God who looks beyond our faults and tend to every one of our needs. And so God, we thank you this morning. We bless you this morning. We magnify you and honor you this morning. And God, we pray, oh God, that what we do here will be a sweet-smelling offering in your nostrils. Let our praise glorify you. Let our worship, O oh God, be magnifying unto thee. And God, when it's all said and done, we pray that your Holy Spirit will have met us here. 
oh God, tending to our needs, ministering to our hurts, being the lifter of our heads, the dryer of our tears, and the wind beneath our wings. God, we glorify you and thank you now for we believe it to be done in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ, we do pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Won't you remain standing as we go into our worship and praise period? These virtual voices are going to join with this live band and we're going to worship him together. Come on and put your hands together. Oh, I know y'all know this song. So I want you to lift your voice and praise him with us this morning. Here we go. Come let us adore him. Kneel down before me. Oh, yes. Worship and adore him. Oh, yes. Kneel down before him. Worship and adore him. Here we go. Sounds like church right there. Yes. Emmanuel. Yes. Emmanuel. Say it again, say it again. Emmanuel. Good to see you, Pastor. the top again. Come on. Come let us adore him. Yeah. Oh yes. Kneel down. Worship and adore. <laughs> oh come. Come
morning. My my name is Wendy Joel, and our scripture for for this the morning will come from Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign of verdant and will con- conceive and give birth to a son. Will call him Emmanuel. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his holy and inspiring world. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for the many blessings and miracles. Prepare us now for your the presence of your Holy Spirit. Father, Father, I please, I pray, I beg you to heal the sick and shut in members. We say a special prayer for those families that have lost loved ones. We thank you for your pastor that will... Providing the spoken words this morning. Father, I ask that today's lesson inspires us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christian that that you insist us to be. And we ask these and other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Did not your heart burn? Amen. While the child of God prayed for the people of God. Amen. 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 Listen, it's time that we now give and this our our tithe and offering period. Uh, you know that those of you who are here in person, we uh, allow the baskets to be positioned at the doors. And so if you have not had an opportunity to give, uh, once you do at the conclusion of this service, we invite you to do so. Uh, for those of you who are watching online, we invite you to give by any number of ways, texting to the number that's on your screen now. You can give by way of the Kate Chapel app, or you can drop your offering off at the office. Whatever you do, however you do it, we ask that you do two things. Give so liberally and give so cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen? Amen.
much fun. Heavenly Father, thank you for the offering that will be that will be being received today, as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask Father that you prepare and prepare our journeys, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watches over over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. baptism. Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 through, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 11. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. May God add a blessing to the readers, doers, and hearers of his word. Oh, take me to the water. Take me to the water. Take me to
what a blessed privilege it is on this morning to be able to do something that we have not done for quite some time here at K-Chapel. And not because we have not had confessions of faith, not because we have not had those who have joined the church and who have joined in the body of Christ. We've had all of that. But simply because of this pandemic, we thought it best to suspend until a time we could properly do that which we've been called to do. And so this morning, you are going to receive and partake in one of the ordinances of the church that for some 20 months have been delayed, but I promise you, we're not being denied. Thanks be unto God. And throughout the, this month, we will have baptisms each Sunday uh, until we get, I guess, a little more caught up. Amen. God bless you. In obedience to the great head of the church, and upon the profession of your faith, my sister, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Take me to the obedience to the great head of the church upon the profession of your faith my sister I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost take me to the celebrate this moment, this ordinance with this, our family, back together again. God, we pray your blessings upon these who have now put you on by baptism. Some time ago, they confessed you. Some time ago, they accepted you into their hearts. And so for that, we're so thankful that salvation is not predicated upon this symbol but that at the moment of confession, you saved both of them. Now, God, we pray that their walk would be strengthened by this symbol. We pray, oh God, that you would draw them closer to you as they continue to live out and practice their faith. Do it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 
share with you a few opportunities that you have in the upcoming week to share in the ministry of one another. And remember, care for, and pray for these members. Let us continue to pray for all bereaved members. Fortunately, we have no uh, death this week. Let us praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Recently, one loved one was lost. The funeral of Brother Hezekiah Peer of Dallas was held here at K Chapel on yesterday. Brother Dallas is the son of Sister Minnie Dallas and the brother of Jonathan Trey of Dallas. There are no reported hospitalizations or rehabs. Amen. 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 <clears throat> we are recovering at home uh, various persons. We ask that you continue to pray for these persons. Sister Lillian Stratton, the daughter of Sister Nancy Roselle, uh, Sister Thelma Long, the mother of Brother John Thomas, who is recovering at home. Remember to pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. God bless. Belongs to you all. 
bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Awesome God. Mighty God. Wonderful God. My God, my God. Some, somebody said when they finally get to church, they're going to run all over the building. I ain't seen nobody running yet, but I ain't going ain't gonna to bother you. But, but if you got to praise, this preacher ain't going to stop you. If you got to praise, I wish you would tell the Lord thank you this morning. I, I wish I had four or five folk who didn't mind what your neighbor was thinking. And you know that God... Deserves my praise, God. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. I'm sorry. But when I think when I think of the goodness and all he's done I don't know about you but my soul to you all my something if he didn't deserve it and we were doing all this but he deserves this he deserves an exuberance in worship he deserves an authenticity of the moving of the spirit he deserves that and so much so much more. My heart is happy to see each of you this morning. This is beginning a look. Amen. A lot like Cade. It's beginning to look <laughs> a lot like Cade Chapel. How grateful I am to see each of you and all of you who are here this morning. You who are worshiping with us online, we are always delighted to have you be a part of our worship services and for your continued participation, not only in watching, but in worshiping. We are grateful. I am 
So happy that my dad and my mama are here with me this morning. Amen. Can y'all tell he excited? They they both excited. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So so glad to have Pastor Emeritus and First Lady Emeritus. That is a blessing of mine. Amen. 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 Listen, I, I want you to be in prayer for a few people. Uh, Sister uh, Farida Jeter Roberts. Uh, who is the sister of, of uh, Cynthia Buchanan. Uh, she's going to be having some surgery uh, on tomorrow, and so we ask that you be in prayer for her. Also, Sister uh, Lucille Green, understand, is recovering from some surgery. She's doing uh, well, uh, but she continues to recover, and she solicits uh, our prayers as well. Amen? Amen. And we certainly are thankful as we continue to you know, transition and figure out best ways and best practices to do things. Uh, thank you for your patience as we as we go through that that process. I understand members of our Sunday school uh, team stayed for service this morning, and so we're grateful uh, for your presence as well. Isaiah chapter seven, Isaiah chapter seven. Amen. Where's that little youth deacon? Amen. He, where is he? Hey, oh, he's right he in your lap. I see. He, he checked out. I'm like, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much uh, for warming our hearts with the reading of God's word. Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14. There you will find these words. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. That's enough right there. I want to preach from the subject this morning. I believe. I believe. I'm going to say it one more time for Jackson State fans. I believe. thought I was going to get some help in here. I believe. It was September of 2020 when an announcement was made. An announcement that many found hard to believe. Jackson State University had hired Dion Sanders to be its next football coach. It was an announcement that took many in the football world by surprise. But one that was met with great enthusiasm and fanfare. Prime time was coming to Jackson. And, and in the way that only Coach Prime could, he came with a kind of energy and a kind of excitement and a kind of engagement that birth a kind of expectation. Yes, the fame, the flash, and the figure himself made for intrigue. But more than these, along with the announcement of his hire, came the pronouncement that has since become a mantra and motto of the team and its coach. And it's simply these two words, I believe. 
And on yesterday, some doubters were made believers. For in his first full season as head coach, the JSU football team claimed the SWAC championship. Is now headed to the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta. There were some along the way who questioned and others who criticized and still others who critiqued the hire and the coaching ability of Coach Prime. Some felt that he didn't have enough experience. Others said that he lacked the knowledge of the SWAC and its culture. Some just didn't like JSU hiring from the outside. Oh, we celebrate him now, but you know I'm telling the truth. But all that Coach Prime asked this city and this community and lovers of HBCUs across this nation to do was to believe. I believe. Now, there was another announcement, a prophetic announcement, that occurred some nearly 3,000 years ago. It, too, was hard to believe. This announcement, however, came with no fanfare. There was no sonic boom. There were no J-sets or the J-5 to introduce this. There, there were no press conferences or media posts, no billboards to welcome him and no cameras to follow him. No build up, no lead up to this announcement. It, and it came through an old preacher named Isaiah who by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit looks down the corridors of time and history and declares, behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. That announcement would reverberate and be passed down for some 700 years before its fulfillment and yet the anticipation of his arrival remained in the hearts of the Hebrews. But from the point of the announcement to the arrival, there was a mixed reception for while some received him others doubted him shepherds worshipped him while Herod hunted him angels would shout of his glory only to later have religious leaders doubt his story there were critics and there were skeptics then and even now so much so that some of these modern church movements have decentralized the doctrine of the virgin birth. There are professors in seminaries all across this nation who espouse now that Jesus being born of a virgin is not essential to Christianity and perhaps not even biblical in the way that we have learned it. I don't know which Bible they're reading from. But my Bible tells me, in Matthew 1, that Joseph went to sleep one day after getting news that his fiancée was with child. 
he decided to privately, you read it, it's in your Bible if you hadn't torn it out. It is right there. If he, he decided to privately break off the engagement because of her perceived sexual activity. And while asleep, an angel visited him and shared with him that the baby conceived inside of Mary was not by a man, but rather by the Holy Ghost itself. Confirming for Joseph that Mary is a virgin and that he should not leave her, but rather marry her and help her to raise this child. So I don't know what Bible they're reading. My Bible says in Luke 1 that the angel Gabriel was dispatched from heaven and went down to a place called Nazareth and found Mary who was a virgin and told her of God's plan of bringing the Christ child into the world through her. Mary asked the question, is there, how can this thing be? Seeing that I know not a man. So watch this. The angel qualifies her virginity. Joseph stands by her side and dignifies her virginity. Mary testifies of her virginity. Isaiah prophesies of her virginity. virginity. And all that we are asked to do is to believe. To believe. And belief in something does not mean that you necessarily understand it. Belief is not predicated upon the ability to fully process information. Rather, belief is accepting something just to be true. So I thought on this first Sunday of December, this second Sunday of the Advent season, I thought that it would be a good time for you to hear from your pastor That when it comes to this point of Jesus being born of a virgin, that I believe. On this Sunday, as we begin to baptize again, and we'll do so through this month, let it be clear that we are a church that believes. We believe in the immaculate conception of the Christ child. We believe that Christ came through 40 and two generations. We believe that Isaiah prophesied of him when he said, For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We believe that he is out of the rod of the stem of Jesse. We believe that he is what Jeremiah called a righteous branch raised from David. And the reason that we believe is because we trust the source. Let me, let me say that again. The reason we believe this is because we trust the source. We trust the source. Can, can, I, can, I, can I go? D- Listen, there are things, Kevin, that I don't understand, but I believe it because I trust the source. I do not understand the prescriptions that my doctor prescribes. I wish I had some help in here. I can't pronounce half. Wish I had two or three folk who would go along with me. I, 
I can't pronounce it. I certainly can't spell it. And yet, because of the source, I get it filled. I put it in my body. And I believe that it's going. I wish I had a witness in here. I trust the source. I don't understand. I don't understand the markets and the world of trade and stocks and bonds. But when my financial advisor tells me my portfolio is out of balance because I trust the source. That little money I do have. I try to move it over here and move it over there. Why? Because I trust the source. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you don't have to understand everything in order to believe it. And although I cannot tell you how he did it, I believe this morning with every fiber of my being that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin named Mary. I believe that God spoke to Mary through an angel who called her blessed and highly favored. I believe that God humanized himself and through this child, deity was wrapped in humanity. I believe that this baby was born of the Holy Ghost and came to save the world from its sin. I believe that God so loved us that he would not watch this world go to hell without intervening himself and coming down to say, I believe. That God loved us enough. Now daddy I can't explain it. But I believe it. I can't explain it all. But I believe it. And I believe it because I trust. The source. The virgin birth. Of Jesus is paramount. To our faith. Don't, don't, don't let anybody fool you. The virgin birth is central to our faith. Pull that doctrine out and you mess with the kernel of Christianity. The virgin birth should not and is not an option for true believers to believe. Fundamental. And I'll give you four reasons why the virgin birth is fundamental to the Christian faith. First of all, because it demonstrates that Jesus had heavenly origin. It demonstrates that Jesus had heavenly origin. Belief in the virgin birth means that we believe that Jesus was not just a human being, but that he was deity and divinity come down from heaven. He did not have his beginning in time, but rather he was God in eternity. Born, yes, in Bethlehem, but his beginnings were not in Bethlehem. For John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning the word was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And verse 14 says, and the word was made flesh. And dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as, uh, as of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. When God translated divinity into humanity. That little baby in a manger in Luke chapter 2. Is the great God of the universe in Genesis chapter 1. Jesus. 
though born into time, was in the beginning with God. When the earth was without form, that means Jesus was. Before light was set loose from the heavens, Jesus was. Before the waters were separated from the earth, Jesus was. Before God took the dust to make of it man, Jesus was. Before God took man's rib to make woman, Jesus was. He had heavenly origin. And Jesus coming to earth from heaven makes him then uniquely different. This is no ordinary birth. And how he got here changes then the calculus about his identity itself. (laughs) How he got here makes him different from everybody else. How he got here forms the very framework of our faith. How he got here serves as evidence of his divinity and yet gives us full proof of his humanity. How he got here forms the basis for him being God in human flesh. Secondly, the virgin birth is fundamental to Christian faith because secondly, it means that Jesus then had a sinless nature. Sinless nature. Jesus needed to be born of a virgin. He needed to come to earth differently. Did you hear what I said? There was a fundamental need found in the nature of the human race due to the fact that every normal human birth produces another sinner. Did you hear what I said? Every normal human birth populates the earth with just another sinner. Oh, I know that baby you hold it in your arms is cute and cuddly, but he's a sinner. I know, I know. I know she makes your heart smile when you put her to sleep and, and you've never seen something so sweet in all your life. She's been stamped with sin. Adam sinned with his wife Eve and they produced a race of sinners from generation to generation. Sin was replicated in the DNA of humanity. Paul says it like this, by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. You have to understand that this sin passed down throughout all of humanity has been given to us. It is the birthmark that all of us have can't get rid of it except you be born again we 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 are all born with the stamp and the stain of sin and except we be born again 
So when God gets ready to bring his son into the earth in order for him to be both holy and human, God interrupts the transmittance of sin by bypassing the seed of man. You missed that. Let's say it again. When God gets ready to bring his son to the earth, in order for Jesus to be both holy and human, God interrupts the transmittance of sin by bypassing the seed of man. And chooses then to only use a virgin girl. By choosing a virgin girl, God ensures his humanity because he comes into the earth born of a woman. But by bypassing the seed of man, God ensures his divinity being born then without sin. And as believers, we believe that our Savior had to be genuinely human and truly sinless in order to be a perfect substitute. That's why we get excited when Christmas comes. Yes, it's not these beautiful poinsettias, these wonderful decorations. Thank God for such that bring cheer into our hearts. But Christians and believers really get excited when we talk about this baby born in Bethlehem's manger because we believe that through him the stain and the penalty of sin was disrupted by his birth. Allowing us to now live a life a victory. I believe. I believe that my victory has been secured through Jesus the Christ. I believe. Oh, I get excited. I know 50,000 plus must have some kind of glorious sound in a stadium, but I wish I had five folk. Just five in here would be a glorious sound, I believe. If, if five true believers would just say, I believe that this Savior who came was both holy and human. I believe that, that by his birth he disrupted sin and caused me to be saved. I believe. Thirdly, 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 the virgin birth is fundamental. See how excited I got? The virgin birth is fundamental. No, no, stay right there, stay right there, stay right there. You're good. The virgin birth, I tell y'all, he's excited to be here. I love it. Always helpful. Bless you. The virgin birth is fundamental to Christian faith because it means that Jesus was the perfect sacrifice God required a sacrifice that is without blemish that's why John looked at him that day Reverend Harris and declared behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world if Jesus were a sinner in any sense of the word then he could not provide salvation for us 
But because he came into the world by supernatural means and then lived a sinless life, he could be that sacrifice for our sins without spot or without blemish. And the Bible makes it clear for he made of himself who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So you see the virgin birth is essential because it directly concerns our salvation without the sinless nature of Christ. We could not be saved. Without the sinless nature of Christ, your baptisms would be empty. Without the sinless nature of Christ, we would just be doing form and function. But thanks be unto God. We believe. Last thing and I'm through. Fourth reason why we all need to believe and believers should believe in the virgin birth is because it shows the uniqueness of Christ. No one else has ever come into the world the way Jesus did. No, nobody. No, no, nobody, no claim can ever be made that anyone came through the womb of a woman, young girl, who was a virgin. No other person had angels announcing his birth. No other person had a star to lead the way to where he laid. No other person. Wish I had a witness here. I tell you the unique and miraculous nature of Jesus carried on through his entire life. Because he truly was like no other person. His birth is a miracle. His public ministry consisted of many miracles. Jesus miraculously lived a sinless life. He miraculously came back from the dead. And left this world in a miraculous way. From his entrance into this world. Until his departure from this world. The life of Jesus Christ is a miracle and while we I'm through y'all but while we as a city celebrate the great victory that we had on yesterday a great football team that went through a season scoring Great victories in little of no time. Let it be known that on this Lord's day that there is a greater victory. I said there is a greater victory. And that victory came 
with less attention but has greater impact. Do I have a witness here? That victory came with less attendance but greater assurance. Good God Almighty, this victory comes with a little less noise but greater nobility. In the Lord today, this victory comes with less media but greater meaning. Oh Lord. And I stopped by this morning to confirm for you that, yeah, I believe. I believe that, uh, yeah, he was born of a virgin girl. Do I have a witness here? For if there were no virgin birth, there could be no sinless Christ. So I believe. And if there were no sinless Christ, there could be no sufficient atonement. So I believe, good God, man. And if there were no atonement, there could be no forgiveness. So I believe. And if there could be no forgiveness, there could be no hope of heaven. So I stopped by to tell you I believe. And if there were no hope of heaven, then we would all be lost and condemned to hell. So I believe. And old church used to say, you can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. So I believe. Good God Almighty. And I believe this morning, not just because of what I read, but I believe because of what he did. I believe because he came into my life. I believe because he touched me one day. Is there anybody in here who can testify today? I believe that the Lord is good God Almighty. The Lord is a sufficient Savior. The Lord is come down through 42 generations. The Lord is they call him Mary's baby. The Lord is I say I believe I believe I believe I've been too through much I believe he's done too much for me I wish I had some believers in this house he's brought me through this he took me through that and I believe he helped me where I couldn't help myself so I believe he covered me where I couldn't keep myself so I believe he walks with me he talks with me he tells me I believe I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, call me old, 
call me out of debt. But I just believe. I know these modern churches waffle and waver. But I believe the old ship of Zion ought to stand up every now and then. And And the old landmarks ought to be revisited again. And we as believers ought to declare we believe. We believe. If you're here this morning and you're ready to confess Christ, you're ready to get on the battlefield for the Lord. There's no greater victory. Championships can't compare. Trophies, they shall fade. Medals and awards, they shall soon be buried. But all the faith stays in our hearts and If there's someone here or someone there who's watching and you're ready to say, I believe this morning, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, save me right now. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And I believe that he rose again from the dead and today by faith I accept Jesus as my Lord my Savior and my King I believe in Jesus name Amen If you prayed that prayer and you're here this morning, what I want you to do, I want you to stay at the conclusion of this service. One of these ministers or myself, we will meet you down here. If you prayed that prayer and you're watching online, you call the number that's on your screen. Somebody's waiting right now to receive that call and to pray with you and to speak with you that you might live out your new faith in Jesus Christ. I am standing on the promises of Jesus and I believe he will do just what he said no more doubt or disbelief causing my faith to decrease all the more Take him at his word. I'll trust and never die. I'll stand upon his promises. This is why, for in the time of trouble. He will bring me out.
thank you for this day for this celebration of of who you are in our lives you are our savior our redeemer you sufficiently atone for every one of our sins and we glorify you and magnify you we thank you for the privilege of your word and for the privilege of baptism this morning thank you that on this morning we can reaffirm and declare in fact that these essentials are true to our faith and necessary for 
what we believe and who we are as believers. God, we pray that in the days, the weeks, and years to come, that even as we are tried and tempted and and as culture and society chip away at our faith in various ways, God, that we will be drawn back to the old landmarks and your cross would remind us of the cradle that you came as God in human flesh but you didn't remain a baby but you grew into a man and died for the sins of the world let us be reaffirmed daily in our faith that we might live for thee and now may the grace of God the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.